Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Cookie Cast. Today on Cookie Cast, it's the Formula One podcast straight to the apex. It's the fourth episode podcast, however you want to call it, and uh, we're really getting into the swing of things here. Uh, Tony, Mark, and James are back talking more Formula One, previous races, race to come, all the politics. It's all here, it's all jam-packed, and it's all wrapped up in one big juicy Formula One podcast. Before we get into the Formula One podcast, just take a minute of your time, please do consider like, share, subscribe, and comment, and if, you, uh, if you're if you really inclined, you could drop us a review. Right, let's get into it. So here we go, this is CookieCast, straight to the apex. Hello everyone, welcome to episode 4 of the Straight to the Apex podcast on the CookieCast Network. As always, I'm joined by, to my left, Mr. James Stainforth. Hello. And then below me, T-Dog, Tony Rawson. Peace. I've got a bit of a cold, so that's why I look a bit dishevelled. Always got an excuse, haven't I? Always got an excuse. So if he ain't shitting himself, he's got cold. We've got that out of the way. We've talked about shit enough. <laughs> right. So, the Miami Grand Prix this weekend. Uh, obviously, if you've seen it, lots of celebs, lots of glitz, glamour, concerts with some guy called Kygo, Ky- which Tony will probably be aware of, and me and James have no idea who he was. Um, lots and lots <laughs> and lots of hype and did it live up to expectations? So let's talk about qualifying first. Um, got a list here. So qualifying, Paul was Charles Leclerc, Carlos Sainz, Max Verstappen, Sergio Perez, Valtteri Bottas, Lewis Hamilton was actually sixth, actually sixth in the Mercedes, um, Pierre, Pierre Gasly, Lando Norris, Yuki Tsunoda, and Lance Stroll. So qualifying, what did we think? Uh, well, Max fucked it up. Fucked up that flying lap at the end. Or it would have been on pole. And it would have been an even more boring race than it was. Um, Russell was out on Q2. What a pussy. Zhao was blocked on his flying <laughs> lap in Q1. That was disappointing. Zhao, that's his name. We're, not, we're on episode four and you've not learned his name yet. What was his name? No, I remembered it last week. Wan Zhu Zhu. He's Zhao, isn't it? Gan Gan Zhu. <laughs> He's not Gan Zhu. Anyway, anyway, anyway. I, I was disappointed anyway. But anyway, no, it was Ferrari. Ferrari locking up the front two. Um, you, you, boring, say Max, really. you say Max fucked it up. He was 0.005 seconds behind signs and he made a mistake. I mean, mm. I'm defending him. I'm actually defending him because he didn't fuck up. I thought qualifying was really close. But, James, what did you think? 
there was there was there was nothing in it really. Time wise, there was all really close. Um, there was, oh, Hamilton almost had Perez at the start, which was really good to see. Um, but obviously, Perez had to move over to the right, which then resulted in Hamilton locking up and. Um, Oh, I, I thought we were talking about qualifying. Yeah, sorry, by Alonso as well, didn't he? Oh, oh, sorry, we're talking about qualifying, aren't we? I think James is going ahead there. He's giving you a sneak preview yes, to the race. Sorry, my notes aren't very clear here because I put quality and then I've just written a load of stuff underneath it. So that's a sneak preview to it. Part two, boys and girls. Qualifying was so. Did shit, mean spoil the race for you, guys. <laughs> um, but no, there, there wasn't. There wasn't really much in it. I mean, like you said, I think the thing for Quali with me was after the practice sessions that we had with all the red flags, the crashes and all of that stuff. And it was just nice and clean. And I, I was looking forward to seeing a, a couple more, you know, spins and that on the 10, 13. Nothing really happened. And I know, I know we always hammer on about Mercedes and stuff like that. And, blah, 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 blah. and some people don't like it, but... They, they are one of the things we need to talk about at the moment because they're having such a shocker of a season. Now, they made some really good changes to that car and we saw that in P2, you know, with Russell getting the fastest and everything else. Yeah. And then for some reason, they went and changed something back. It was it was something on the tail. I can't remember what it was off the top of my head, but they just lost the speed. I mean, after P2, all the other teams were sat there going... We don't know what the hell Mercedes have done, but they've, they've pulled it out of the bag. And even Mercedes have stood there going, yeah, I don't know what I've done. Yeah. And then they go and mess it all up again. And it was like, why did he do that? Mm. And obviously that that affected quality with Russell not getting out of Q2. and Well, I mean, Hamilton... Made. Hamilton was nearly knocked out in Q1, wasn't he? He, was, he had yeah. to like rush his lap and get it and he, I think he got up to like fifth or sixth and got through, but he nearly missed out. But like you say, George Russell was 12, P12, uh, 12, and Daniel Ricciardo, P14. I mean, yeah, Mercedes engine, McLaren, what, what's going on there? Well, you said there was a problem, didn't he? So he could only get out and do a lap. I'm sure Ricciardo said that. Right. And that's why he was disappointed in 14th. But that's, that's the beauty of qualifying, I think. You've got to come out smash it like one two three and if you don't if there's anything like a glitch or anything then you pretty much sacrificed your big time your race weekend don't you so i mean quality quality as it's been for the last what five ten years is miles better than it used to be where it was like an hour of people just going round and round and round yeah this new format like you say, you've got something wrong with your car or a problem or you, you fuck it up on a lap, you're out, mm. you know, and mm. the cars are that close. Like I say, Leclerc took pull from Sainz by 0.190 of a second and then Max was 0.005 behind Sainz. So, mm. you know, that's like two tenths that cover the top mm. three. Um, What did you think to the track? Because... Um, a lot of drivers complained, like Ocon crashed. I think his crash was 50, about 50G in um, free practice. 51G. And I G think Sciences was, was up there as well, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, 
But what did you guys think of the layout of the track? I like there's bits of it I like. There's there's bits of it I like. It's a weird one. I don't get the 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 marina. I don't understand it. <laughs> I like the idea that they're then going to use those those boats for like a little kind of VIP area and stuff like that, and that's great. But why? Mm. And then it's like, oh, we're not going to have water. We're just going to paint it. It's like just 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 put a grandstand there or something. It's just. I think it all comes down to the core, the core of why we have a Miami race. Um, I was listening to a really good channel, uh, WTF1 on YouTube. Shout them guys out. This the guy is ace. This is the first time um, that usually there's a circuit that then pays F1. To host, to host a race. This is the first, one of the first times where we've actually gone to a place and gone, right, let's make a circuit for it. So there's been, and this is a this is my top 20 tip, it's a bit early in the podcast, I know, but supposedly there was 75 designs in total for the Miami track wow. and wow. 36 simulations. They had some of them, designs were racing on the arena and racing on a fake bridge, like a bridge on the water, but obviously it was disregarded. So it's all been built for this Americanized glitz and glam, money, 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 and the race showed it. I got it wrong. I I, I believe the hype and thought, oh, this is going to be amazing. Like, oh, it's not big straights, but it was relatively boring. Like the first couple of corners are the same as the next couple of corners. Big straight, big straight, really tight chicane, finish. And it, just, it was just boring. It seemed like the whole event was really, it was, it was Americanized, commercialized, more interested in celebs and the corporate pull of it being in Miami and it's F1 than the actual racing itself. And this was the biggest example of it. The grid walk was an example. I, I was walk, just going to say, we've got to talk about the grid walk here. Who the fuck, like, the amount of, like, it was amazing. The sarcasm from Brundle was fantastic. The fact he was just after that guy thinking he was Patrick Mahomes. Who the fuck was that guy? Was I, I was just sat in the living room just before this, and I was just watching it again, and... It was stuff like he was talking to Venus Williams and she's walking by and she's waffling into the mic, but she's like waving to other people. And then she stops and she keeps on walking and then kind of looks at the microphone and goes, oh, as if yeah. oh, you're still here. Yeah. And then she goes, yeah. sorry, can you tell me what the question was again? And then he just went, I'm probably, no, it's all right. And he walks off and I was like, fuck, you know. It's like he, like the big, that, the influencer, that old guy with the chest out. Didn't know who he was. Not a clue. Nobody knows who was that guy. Or is he? Who was that guy? So, who are you? And he was like, social media phenomenon. Who? Uh, but, but that's what it feels like the race was for. Okay. It's the first race in Miami. The first ever race in Miami. So give it that. But the qualifying the and the race. No, they've signed a long deal. Signed a very long 10 deal. Ten years. Yeah. Ten years. 
So oh, they're going to tweak it. Mm. Yeah, they're going to they're going to tweak it. Well, they've but said the marina, the marina is the first thing they need to fucking rip out and fuck off because that is just a everybody <laughs> was just taking the piss. Everybody. Well, they paid all that money for them tickets, and I think well, every time the camera panned on the marina, the bloke's not even looking at. That's what I mean. Off. That's what I mean. There's two pools and the race is going. There's people jumping in the pool. They've got all them cabanas around the side. It's just corporate. It must be just corporate bullshit. Of people are just being. People must be being paid. But that's maybe why the tickets are so expensive. Mm. Because I, I'm, I was watching another podcast and the guy was like, "Oh yeah, I'm going to the F1 in Miami because I live there." He paid nearly five grand. Mm. For two tickets. Well, as I said last week, so but I've seen quite a few things about the track. So basically, there was they wanted it to go through the stadium, the actual yep. through the corner of the stadium, and they said it was too tight, couldn't do it. I'm glad they didn't do that. Mexico, it works because half the stadium yeah. is missing. So you know that's fine. Mm. But as I said last week on the podcast, there was only two or three grandstands. Because all that track is basically in Miami Dolphins Stadium car park. Mm. So it's all temporary. Yeah. It's like a semi-permanent one. And I think they said there is going to be more grandstands next year. I can't think where they'd put them because looking at the track at all. Because like one of the bits, it had two freeway flyovers going over the bloody thing. So mm. it's not like you could have supporters down there. Um, yet, like you've said, it's a so, shame as well because that's that's overturns 13, 14, and 15 as well, mm. if I remember mm. rightly. So, yeah, yeah, for the practice sessions, you'd have been in a right good spot. Mm. Mm. Well, I've, I've seen a lot, a lot of people as well have said that, um, it, it just the TV coverage of it wasn't the best. I don't know if an American no. company took over it because a lot of the time the key battles wasn't shown. Yes. I agree. And some of the cameras... Which I, I didn't realise in the race. I didn't realise that in the race at all. But now they've said it, actually, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. different. Yeah, because I'm sure there was a... I think it was Max and Leclerc were fighting. And we cut to some some guys in the crowd. It's like, mm. no. And they're like, they were like, oh, to me. And it's like, no, fucking, no, I want to watch the racing. What, what, what are you doing? And then yeah. at the first half of the track... Fucking hell, I was nearly getting whiplash and feeling nauseous because it was like, do, 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 do. And I was like, fucking hell, like, what? Fucking hell. Jesus. Fucking hell. Just calm down. Just just follow the fucking cars. Like, Jesus Christ, we're panning from like five angles in like three seconds. Like, fucking hell. Just, yeah. Such an angry man, Tony. No, I've lost count of how many fitting hells we had in that, that sentence then. It's going to change. I think the general rule is it's going to be beautiful. There's more than three. Beautiful (laughs) Spanish sunshine flying with a red Ferrari flying around. Oh, oh, right. On that note, well, let's talk about the race because he's in some other planet at the minute. Um, I was going to say he's pretty much skipped to the next podcast. Look, yeah, no, got it. What's in that tea? Yeah, come on, let's get get this shit on, get this American shit over with. So the race, (laughs) the the race finished. Number um, number one, Max Verstappen, two Charles Leclerc, three Carlos Sainz, four Sergio Perez, five George Russell, six Lewis Hamilton, 
Seven, Valtteri Bottas. Eight, Esteban Ocon. Ninth, with his red hair, Alex Albon. And number 10 was Lance Stroll. Now, there is a few caveats to that um, top 10. So Alonso did finish ninth, but it was given a five-second penalty for contact with Gasly, and then another five seconds for leaving the track and gaining an advantage on the last lap, so he dropped to 11th. And then Ricardo was dropped um, to 12th due to a penalty for, again, leaving the track and gaining an advantage, which is why our friend Mr. Crash Lance Stroll got the final points in place. So... The race itself, I think we've covered some of it, James. You can start because you were going into it earlier. What happened in the race, James? At the start, so, especially. Like I said about 10 minutes ago, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hamilton had a really good start. Well, almost had a really good start. Um, chasing up on the back of a fight between Perez and, and almost taking the guy. So getting some really good grid, grid places straight off. Um Obviously, then he had to slam on the brakes, lock on a little bit, and got a little bit of attack from Alonso. Um, yeah, it, it, it was interesting. Aston, I've got to mention Aston Martin as well, starting from pit because the fuel was mm. too cold. I've got that in my notes, yeah. Um, so Aston Martin has had to start both cars from the pits due to a pre-race fuel temperature problem. Otherwise, they'd have received a penalty from the FIA. Um how was the fuel too cool in Miami? What what was going on? <laughs> of all the places for it to be too cold, they chose the hottest Grand Prix of the year. Weird, that isn't it? I wonder. Mm. Yeah, I just don't get that. It was it was very Simple, odd. Really, you just had the setting on the bloody refrigerator on the wrong one. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard that as an excuse to start two cars from the pit lane ever. Fuel's too cold. The fuel was is it ex- too cold. But was it an excuse? Or was it just a fuck-up? Yeah, because they, they qualified quite well. Well, um, Stroll was 10th. So I don't think they'd pull him and put him to the back of the grid. Yeah, actually, that makes sense then, yeah. Because yeah. on the car radio at the end, they were like, oh, sorry about that. You drove really well. It, it was our mistake at the, at the start. It was our mistake. You drove really well. Well done. Hmm. Yeah, some and well, it's a big group. This is the thing that I don't think we really realize is like the amount of like people in the background, like the engineers and all the like the the people in the garage, like fucking hell. Uh, they the must do a fucking insane job. Yeah, massive. Um, I mean, I've got for, for such a boring race, although I did read today apparently there was 45 overtakes, which someone rightly pointed out. It's about 43 overtakes more than we'll get at Monaco. Um, so, you know, was it a boring race? Yeah. Or did the cameras just decide to pick up all the cool people in the crowd? Mm. I think, yeah, I've got, I seem to have a lot of notes for some reason. So I've got a good start by Max. Um, yeah, now I was about to bring that up. Past signs, didn't he? Jumped, jumped made it a lot easier at the start, him. yeah. And then you just knew that Red Bull was so quick. In a straight line, it is so quick. I'm trying to remember this. That is, is they're, they're around about, I think it's about seven miles an hour faster than the Ferrari on a straight. Yes. And that's well, without the DRS. And with the DRS, you get another 10 or 11 miles per hour, I think. Yeah. Because when Leclerc was chasing Max, he had his DRS open 
and he still Max was still pulling away from him. It just mm. it was insane, wasn't it? And you knew as soon as Max had got by him, like the commentators again were bigging it up, like, oh my god, it's gonna be exciting. Game over. Game over. over. You could tell a man. I, I thought things was going to change at one point, though, when Perez started saying that he was losing power. Yes. That was quality. Yeah. That was a great, great point, that. That was it. And, and the argument he had with his own engineers. <laughs> so good like, I'm losing so... power. They're like, no, you're not. They're like, you're not. Yeah, I am. He's like, no, you're not. There's a problem like, with my yeah. engine. Yeah. Several yeah. times he went, I lost four seconds on that last lap. And then they come yeah, back Oh, yeah. So uh, do this, this, and this. <laughs> yeah, it's the same. The engineer was like, like yeah, my that's what I mean. The engineer was like, you're, you're out of turn. He's like, no, I'm fucking losing three seconds of fucking lappy. What the fuck's going on? Like, and then later on, it was like, oh, yeah, it was this this sensor or something. But this is what worries me about these guys. Like, go back to practice. Max couldn't steer at one point, And then he span out. And then he was told yeah. later on that his engine was too hot. That's going back on previous weeks. It's just a bit... They've always just, been unreliable. They've always been unreliable. I, I'm sure there was... A, I can't if it was in Quali or in P2 or P3. But I know Max made a comment then as well. And I was sat there thinking, oh, this will be interesting. It sounds like they're going back to the last, you know, race yeah, before few last races. That's yeah. why our league is so difficult. Because you just don't know if it's going to just... Just... No. Well, you don't. You don't know. I, I mean, if I was I just going... need Mercedes now, just to just to fit, you know, get get those issues fixed, so that it's not just two constructors and two drivers fighting for the championship. You know, mm. let's let's get a third one in there. Well, let's get mm. McLaren up there. Let's get mm. you know, let's get them all fighting. Like this is what we want. No. But the new rules seem to have died down, and it's just two teams at the front again. But actually, mm. actually it's one team dominating. You know, but mm. if I was Perez going back to like the engine trouble and the radio calls, I think I'd have stopped my car outside the pit box and I just got told you, dickhead. What did I say? <laughs> what did I say? Like, but, come on, I'm driving the thing. I think I know when I've lost power. No, you don't. Yeah, yeah, I don't. Just no, grab no. his engineer, stick the helmet on him, and go, There you go, knobhead. You fucking drive it. <laughs> fucking not got me torn. He, he, he was catching signs as well. And I was like, oh, my God, like, they're going to just... Yeah. Red Bull just going to smash it right off. <laughs> I didn't think he was passing DRS either, was he? And then all of a sudden, he just, yeah. just saw yeah. his time on the left-hand side That's of the screen, just started back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, God. It was, like I say, it was, it was, it was in an okay race, quite a lot boring. And then on lap 41, we had the Gasly and Norris crash. Yeah. That time, that timed really well for Russell as well, because it was only about five or six laps before that he actually made a comment on the radio to his guy saying, "What do you reckon? Shall we wait for the safety yeah. car?" Yeah, he, he, he was quite happy on his tires. Those are tires was doing really well. Yeah, I mean they started quite badly, didn't they? Um, and then well, it that... took him a while to heat up. Yeah, yeah, but maybe he got on the radio to his mate Nozza and said, "Hey, just tap Gaza, Gaza as you go by. Just, just not get it now. Three, two, one, go now." But I don't know how Gasly can get no blame for that because yeah, he was I, don't, I don't understand that. I mean, I know you made a comment, Tony, about Norris. I don't think you're his biggest fan. But what they want that kid's fault, surely. 
Yeah, I actually, I, it wasn't his fault. I don't think it was his fault. He was coming and he was coming around him. And I, don't, I just don't understand how, I don't actually understand how how they've crashed. Like, I don't understand that. Like, he went wide, Gazza went wide, he then came back in. And then, was it just Lando just being a bit complacent as he was coming past? Has he just come past a bit close? Or has Gazza just not seen him and just carried, like, just turned in and they've just come together? Like, I'm not checking the mirrors again. In fact, I'm pretty, I think they actually said, yeah, he didn't check his mirrors again. Yeah. Because yeah. I think he had a problem, didn't he? Because didn't he go off Gasly yeah, a few times? Yeah. So, that, unlucky that. Really unlucky for Lando there. But thank fucking God it happened because it just ignited I'm, a race. <laughs> I'm just trying to remember as well. Has Norris ever had a, a standard crash? And I know I'm sounding like, oh yeah, crashes are just crashes and stuff like that, but... You know, you, you see them all the time. They maybe slide and they just clip a wall, or they just like hit the wall on the side. But the last two crashes I think of with Norris, he's done three sixties. Yeah, he has. Three yeah. I mean, was it was it last year or the year before in Quali, wasn't it? And and it was in the wet. Oh, no, it was a race, wasn't it? Because he want he wasn't going to go onto his onto the slicks, was he? Yeah. Just... Yeah, he wanted to stay on the. He wanted to stay oh, on no, the wet. Massively. No, it was the other way. He was staying on the slicks and it started raining and Lewis went it. in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, it's... Jeez, um, it was three or four times in that. It was awful to watch. And when you saw it from the, the helmet cam, I'm like, oh, Jesus, I feel sick watching that. And uh, so yeah, I mean, the wheel went flying. I did, it did. Yeah. I mean, speaking of gutted, Mick Schumacher. So close to his first yeah. point. Well in, man. So close. Well in. Boom, straight to the side of, of his, your, uh, his race daddy, Sebastian. Yeah, who you, who, the guy who you look up to and you should yam yeah. him straight in the fucking side. Like, Bow. <laughs> Did you see the oh, pictures oh. of him over the weekend wearing the T-shirt saying, you oh, in, know, in 60 years' time, it'll be the first F1 race underwater? Yeah. And all the pictures of him on social media and he's like leaning on... I've got to admit, actually, he's been quite a good laugh this weekend anyway. So. Yeah, he has, yeah. Mm. Wearing the T-shirt, he's leaning on the side. And he's got his hair scruffed up, trying to hide the fact that it's receding quicker than the Germans did in World War Two, and his his beard and everything. And I'm sat there, I'm like, mate, you, you look like a homeless person. Don't know. He's he's let himself uh, go. He's let himself go he's a laugh. from the from the slick Ferrari look, you know, the the Red Bull yeah. look. Oh yeah, he, he used to be. Yeah, but this year he's just like, mate, Jesus, I feel he's, like giving you ten p for a cup of tea. He's probably thinking. I can grow all this hair, I can look like a fucking tramp, and I can still beat your son, so, you know, come on, hurry up. <laughs> he's just chilled. That's what I mean. He's a bit yeah, geeky. He is. He's really geeky. I, he's I, I back at his interviews. Season, he's a bit yeah. awkward. He's a bit, like, geeky I like and awkward. Sad, yeah, but now he's, like, Aston Martin, chilled out. It's just, it's just killing it, isn't it? It's just, like, it's just ace. Did just you like, see the laugh with Martin Brundle in the car before the yeah. race? Yeah, it's just and, the laugh, isn't it? Like, oh, stick this side, stick, oh, good more here. Like, he was, he was shaking himself when Brunner was around. He was like, can you break now, please? Can you break now? No, no, don't do that, lad. No. And it was proper nervous. And I thought, actually, I think maybe Ferrari, there was too much pressure on him. Yeah. yeah. I think, you know what I mean? And I think now this is a real sad, because even at Red Bull, mm. when he was giving it the one-finger salute that everyone fucking hated, 
he was chilled out. He was funny, mm-hmm. and he, he loves British comedy. He's a mm-hmm. real nice guy, and I think Ferrari, the pressure just got to him, and he just turned into a robot, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think there was pressure from both sides. I think there was the fact that Ferrari was wanting to get back to winning ways, and they were sitting there thinking, you know what, we've got this multiple world champion in mm. one of our cars now. This this is it for us. So they were applying pressure on him. And then he was probably sitting there thinking, I'm in a Ferrari. I really need to show what I can do. Mm. And he was struggling everybody season, so well barring one. And yeah, I, I think he just had pressure from both sides, both from himself and from Ferrari probably as well. And he mm. just yeah, it just really got him down. But yeah, looking at him this year is it I mean, coming out as a as a little bit of a protest about the F the FIA regulations about underwear, and coming out with his his Puma boxer <laughs> shorts outside of his um that was his yeah his cool suit and everything I'm like yeah I like that yeah stick it to him type thing yeah it was yeah. really good um right on that note we'll take a quick break and when we come back we'll talk drivers standings few bits of news and. There's time for a quiz, which I won't win this week. So, <laughs> see you in a bit. This meeting is being recorded. Welcome Another back. One. Another one. <laughs> they, don't want, they don't want us to make another podcast, but God did. Apparently, listeners and viewers... That was DJ Khaled. Please, please comment in. in I am a GP. Oh, dear God. Right, so, okay. So, after the race on Sunday, that leaves the top three drivers in the driver's standings as Charles Leclerc, 104 points, Max, 85 points, and Perez, 66. That's all I'm doing, top three. Not bothered about the rest. Oh, um, well, you're a SWAT, and I didn't want to write all them because I couldn't be bothered. Well, I thought I was going to be doing the standings anyway, so I made the notes. But, you know, if you, you, hey. know, you want to rain on hey. my parade like that, you little bitch. Mr. Stainforth, you go for it. Carry on. So we've got Perez with 66, and then who have we got? No, I don't huh? want to anymore. All right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Russell with 59. Signs with 53. And then Hamilton's in six with 36 points. Paul Lewis. Paul, it's fun. It's fun. Um, I was going to get some news, but actually I saw something very interesting, as we've just mentioned, Sir Lewis Hamilton. Um, Mark Hughes, the F1 journalist, if you heard of him, not the football player who played for Man U and Chelsea. He was saying... Apparently, over the weekend, Mercedes have been running in the simulator, the Mercedes W13, and it's absolutely the dog's bollocks in the simulator, which means if they can eradicate eradicate the porpoising, the true performance of the car would mean they dominate again. Do we really believe this after seeing the car in all the sessions apart from FP2? Do we really believe that it dominate? Because I don't think no. I do. I just love the way they're going, oh, yeah, if we can just get rid of the porpoising, everything else will be fine. Oh, yeah, great. Yeah. All we've got to do is, like, try and sort out the downforce that's causing it. Yeah, that's that's nice and easy, that. You know, aerodynamic. If we could only put a V12 in the back, then we'd just sort all the problems out, wouldn't we? You know. It's, just... 
Yeah. I, I've been I, looking at the stats, guys, and if we had last year's car, we'd do better. <laughs> I don't. I mean, porpoising's a big issue, but they're all porpoise. Exactly. Ferrari bounces a lot, a lot. Like, poor Carlos Sainz's head is like that down the straight. It's, but for some reason, it hooks up in the corner. Mercedes have got a lot more problems. And to say that uh, suddenly the simulator's not correlated yet in every year that there's been before, they've absolutely annihilated everybody because the simulator works. Yeah. You know, I, I'm not sure. I think I think they're lying to themselves, don't you, if they think that it's only yeah. the porpoise in that's slowing them down. Yeah. I there's, think so. there's, there's a lot more to it. I... I've heard uh, Toto's come out with an interesting comment about it's uh, Barcelona next week. Um, so it'd be interesting to see how the car does and they'll be able to compare it like for like with last last year's car and see where they've improved, see where they need to improve, see where it's obviously got a lot, lot shitter. So it'll be interesting. Well, the sense... Uh, Obviously, testing's at Barcelona and they're going to mm. test, see what they come up with because they had that spec A car with the bigger side pods. And mm. they're even they're even talking about bringing that back, which oh. is... But again, you don't, you don't know. Apparently, they've got a new floor coming for Barcelona. They had a few new bits for Miami. Um, there's a, like I said, there's a brand new floor and some other bits coming. But... Another interesting thing I read just before I come on was that Ferrari think that because of the um, salary, the cap issues and all that, not salary cap, the cap issues, spending cap, they reckon Red Bull will be running out of money soon. And if they're done, they've gone over the cap. Wow. They reckon the prop, that many updates in four races, Red Bull, Miami, um, Ferrari have been doing some tinkering behind the scenes and they reckon they'll run out of money soon for no more updates. Otherwise, how the hell are they doing it? Which is very interesting if that mm. comes to light. I we were talking about this the other week, weren't we? We were on about the salary cap and saying, is this what's actually hindering Mercedes that they just mm. can't throw money at it? So yeah. could be a good mm. one to keep an eye on. But is, yeah. do, you, do you think this might be, should be Ferrari retaliating a little bit after the allegations that they've had as well? Yeah. yeah. They, they've been getting sniffed around by the FIA this week. Mm. It's all tit for tat, isn't it? They're all out oh, to yeah. attack each other. Yeah, like you say, well, Ferrari... Said, like, the first episode, didn't we? When we was like, oh, look at that, Christ, we're already making references to previous episodes now. Yeah, that's it. That's it, we're making... <laughs> We're established. Um, we even saying, look, if, if they aren't sitting there and saying, oh, this guy's doing this or this guy's doing that. Mm. It's a mental game as well. You know, you, you've got to try and get in everyone's heads and, you know, start bugging them. Yeah. I get so I get the budget. Cool. I get the, you know, I get the the cap. I get the spending like cap. But it's Formula One. It's a pinnacle of motorsport. Normally, they just throw money and they can get around it. Like you say, maybe that's yeah. Mercedes' problem this year. But I, I don't think there should be a cap. And I know they want a cap to entice like new people into the sport, like Audi Porsche, which I was going to talk about later. But Formula One, you know, Elon Musk doesn't have a salary cap for SpaceX, does he? He's like, huh, blew up that rocket, build another one. Blew up that one, 
there's another billion. You know, <sighs> I don't know. Yeah, I can understand that. If, if the FIA is saying let's put a salary cap on so we can get other other teams to come into the sport and stuff like that, then why in the same breath are they turning around to you know the existing con um, constructors and everything and saying, why don't you guys chip in to get Porsche and Audi in here? Mm. I mean that that's one of the really good things that Horn. I know we always bitch and moan about Horn when we met the Joker Horner's corner and stuff like that, but. He had a really good point when he said that. He said, why, why should we be paying for them? He said, if they want to be in here, then they've got to start coughing up money the same as we do. Mm. And the guy's right. He is, yeah. Mm. yeah. That yeah. Was, actually, yeah, that's quite true. And it was an interesting chat with Andretti. I can't remember his first name. He's a famous F1 driver, but I can't remember him. But he had a really not, good Not Mario Andretti. Oh, that guy, yeah, that's yeah. his name. Um. He's bring. He's supposed they're bringing a team. They're bringing a team in. And really? He said to bring a team in. Yeah, to bring a team in costs like a few hundred million, like pounds or dollars, to yeah. bring to make a car, to bring a team, to collect a team together. Like there must yeah. there must be a lot of stuff involved to get a team to even the standard. Yeah. You can't just turn up with just like any old motor and go, oh, there you go, can I play? It's like, well, no, I, I need my engineers. I need mm. my my um, my um tech. I need I need my testing sites. I need this. I need that. I, I need deals. I need sponsorship. Mm-hmm. You, you've got to have all that before you can even show your face. Yeah, mm. I mean, you guys have seen Rush. We know that, you know, James Hunt got into Formula One through basically that, his F2 team saying, should we try Formula One? It's it's not that expensive. Eh, we can only go for a season because it's more money than we thought. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's... Well, I mean, look at Braun. You know, Braun bought it off Honda for a quid or whatever stupid it was at the time. You know, mm. Ross Braun in shot of a bob or two. He had no sponsors on the car and then Virgin come on and then another come on and then another come on. And he basically had the crux of Honda had made a winner. And they walked away, and he was like, "Yeah, I can do something with that." And they won the championship. He won Jensen Buttonist championship. So, mm-hmm. like you say, you can't just come into sport. You've got to have like billions. So, I do. I do agree with Horner that yeah, Porsche and Audi and all them have got enough money. It's just got to be attractive for them. And I think it's got massive implications as well. Like, if your car is winning again and again, people want to be in them cars. People want to be seen in them cars. Like, social media, like, like Mercedes dominance with a British driver. Fucking hell, they sell more. I'm sure there's, there's I'm sure we're like one of the biggest importers of Mercedes in Europe. Oh, gotcha. I'm sure we are. Yeah. Yeah. Like, We've only got to look at look at where Michael Jordan. We were saying about celebrities at the um, F one. Michael Jordan, Tom Brady, all gravitated towards one man, Lewis Hamilton. Yeah. And if that's not, forget Lewis Hamilton. Forget that we're a bit biased on this podcast. If that's not good press for Mercedes Benz, because there's rumours that they're going to pull out in the next couple of years. Like no way. No way. Why would you? Like, I know no. they've had a bad season, but you've got Lewis Hamilton driving for you. 
every star, like David Beckham was in that picture as well. Mm-hmm. You all gravitate towards Lewis Hamilton. They're in McLaren, aren't they? They're like McLarens. McLaren. It's all McLaren in America, isn't it? Yeah, it's a big name, McLaren. Like, was it the Late Late Show? And um, Ricardo and um, Norris dressed like, had their little cowboy outfits on. Oh, with James Corden that taking oh, over. Yeah. That doesn't sound yeah. like him, does it? Yeah. So I don't know. It's it's massive. If if their yeah. car is at the front and it's the fastest and it's winning, then surely that's going to push their product, isn't it? Hmm. So yeah. I, I think that's why I think it's damaging for Mercedes. Really damaging this season. I, I can't I can't see them pulling. It. I I was talking to one of my mates over the weekend, and we was. We was on about it, and and he's the same as us, you know. He's, he's a Mercedes fan. Obviously, he likes Lewis Hamilton, you know, British driver and that. Could be um, a guest on the podcast going forward. We could have a fourth guest if you wanted to yeah. come on. Anyway, shout out why if you not, listen. Um, but we, we was both on about Lewis, and yeah, he, he better be anyway. <laughs> at the moment, it might just be like us three and the wives, but <laughs> we've got six listeners, and we're three of them. You say why? Yeah, yeah, Mandel listens. Go on, sorry, carry on. What are you doing? Come on, come on, Katie. Pull your finger out. Start pressing play. Um, (laughs) Yeah, anyway, we was we was was talking away. Was I I mentioned that in my? I had a couple of predictions for the race this weekend. One of them being that Latifi and Stroll will both be out by the tenth lap. Um, And for some reason, I also had it in my head that Sainz and Verstappen was going to take each other out in the first lap. Um, and he was like, oh, I'd be, I'd be really happy with that because, you know, that would be really good for Lewis. It'd be really good for Mercedes and, you know, start bringing the scores in, blah, 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 blah. And then we started talking about Lewis and, you know, what's what's he going to do over the next few years? And we're still in the same kind of idea of he ain't going to go anywhere till he's got his eighth and then yeah. he'll probably pull out. I, I think he's got about two or three more years in him. Mm. Um but I, I kind of think that this year that they're just going to sit with what the if, if I was Mercedes anyway, I'd be sitting there looking at what we've got in the car, what issues we've got, what we need to resolve, and then be like, you know what, guys, let's kind of write this season off. Let's just keep doing what we're doing, see where we can improve and stuff like that, but then make those changes really for next year mm-hmm. and then just really go for it. Because, I mean, let, let, let's face it, I mean, Ferrari's storming it. Red Bull's not far behind. Mercedes are, what, 64 points behind at the moment. That is still early doors and stuff like that, but still a fucking challenge. Yeah. But you've got Red Bull that... You've got Red Bull that like to break down. So, you know, I think, you know... Yeah, exactly, yeah. I mean, all, all you know, stuff can still turn around and everything else. I mean, it happened last year. It's, it's happened before. Um, but, yeah... I, I can't see Mercedes turning around and wanting to pull out anytime soon. I don't, I don't not anyway. No. Because nah. if, if it did for me, that I'd just be like, oh, well, we're not winning anymore. So I'm just going to pick up. Yeah. You know, I'm going to pick up my football and go home now. Yeah. Which is like you say, yeah. I know, I know we're in a world of cost cutting and everything, but like Tony alluded to there, and, and as we've all agreed, Formula One is the best motorsport going. Why would you not want your name in that, on that brand? I'd, I just don't understand why they'd pull out. At all, you know. But exactly, yeah. It's it's a massive cash cow. I mean, you look at some of the sponsors that are on there, and again, look at the grid walk. 
Mm. Yeah. I mean, there's there's always celebs at the grid walk and stuff like that, but whenever you get to an American F1, it's it's a grid walk on bloody steroids. It really is. <laughs> and you know for a fact, I mean, so you made the joke at the start, didn't you, with DJ Khaled going, oh, one more. He wasn't there for the race. He was there because he thought, you know what? I've got a massive promo deal here. And he even said it. Oh, here's a promo. One more. Like, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I'll believe. I don't know who you are. <laughs> yeah. I'll believe. I was there. Yeah. Was he drunk? He was high. He was definitely on something online. And then all he kept going on about was. I can't remember the name of the guy that was with him. He kept going, oh, this, this is my bro so-and-so. And oh, like, the, you, do you know who that guy was? Oh, so-and-so. It's like, I don't care. No, that, was that's it? That's Richard Milley. Oh. The watch guy. The watch guy. You know the really, really, really expensive watches? No. He's the, he's the guy that, that owns their watches. So Lando's got one. Lando Norris has always got one. So at the end of a race, in the post... Um, race, whatever, interviews. He's always like this, isn't he? Because he's showing, well, off, he's he's showing yeah. off the watch. The watch. Honestly, Google Richard Milley watches. The West. Thought... A lot of money. When you said oh, Millie. Go on, go on. Go on do it when now. you said Millie, I thought that Millie shop. I thought, oh, he no. was no, that's Again, again, that is why it was just a bit glitz and glam because it was yeah. like, bro, he was just there like, oh, yeah, I'm here with Richard, the Richard Milley. And you're like, it took me a few times and I was like, whoa, it's him. Like, this is the guy. Like, right. And it was like, what do you think to the race? Oh, um, um, yeah, yeah. You know, it's just like, what the fuck? Like, it, they didn't watch it. They didn't watch it. <laughs> That's what I mean. He probably just pissed off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So while James is Googling the watches... Uh, just a bit of, new, bit of news I've got before we get to something else. So apparently, as we've just touched on, Audi and Porsche are wanting to enter F1. Porsche could take over Red Bull, the factory, the engine side. Audi are rumoured to have made a bid for a stake in McLaren of about 650 million euros. So there will be McLaren Audi, not McLaren Mercedes. So that's some of the news. Obvious. Again, rumours. Um, one thing we talked about that we'll, we'll bring up is all these stupid um, rules from the FIA about jewellery and what pants are wearing and everything. So what, what do you think to all that? I'm, I'm pro for the rules, silly. Oh, oh, contrasting argument. You're pro them not wearing it and you're obviously think you think it's silly. So why do you agree with the FIA, Tony? Because it's it's all about safety. If you need, if you have a crash, a big crash, and you're unconscious and they need to take you away to a hospital, they don't want to be fucking about worrying about your diamond earring or your whatever. Like, what if you need to have a scan and you've got metal on your body, you've got metal on your head? What if they what if they have to take your helmet off because you might have possibly broken your neck, but they're worrying about your earring that you've got in? Like, plus, if you need an M, Jensen Button said it. If you need an MRI scan, you can't wear any metal. And if you've got a great big stud, it's going to delay him. And you don't want to really be delayed when you've got brain hemorrhaging. So I think it's just it's just it's just got to mop it up. 
yeah, it's nice to have it, but for the race, no. Like we've got to we've got to set some rules here. The pants one, it's a bit. Yeah, I can understand that. So before no. you go on the pants, all I'll say is so that that view point was from an NHS worker, obviously, well, <laughs> Mister NHS worker there. So how everyone else is thinking. James, what do you think about the rule? So, I, you know what? I agree with Tony. He's absolutely right. Um, from the NHS, you know, well, not, not even the NHS, but just, just from a hospital side of it, you know, the MRIs and all that stuff, you're absolutely right. The health and safety as well. I, I, I thought he was going to go down the route of if you're in a car and it's on fire, that jewelry's going to get shit hot and everything mm-hmm. else. But you, you're still right, and I I agree to a degree to a degree with the jewelry side, but there just seems to be a lot of rules coming in all of a sudden. Yeah, and it just seems like they're just just holding people back with daft little things like, oh, don't be wearing, you know, you got to wear regulated underwear, and you got to wear this, and you got to wear that, and it's like, mate, come on. Yeah, like like we said, the jewelry one, I, I can't get like you know, Lewis saying he can't to come out, you can. Like, you know, but the pants one, I mean, I think we alluded to Seb wearing his pants outside of his overalls. If you get set alight in a car, I don't think what pants you've got on is going to make any bit of difference because your hands are going to be cupping you, you know what's anyway, because let's be honest, that's the first thing you protect. Um, <laughs> you know, so you've got fireproof gloves to cup, it's fine. It don't matter what your pants are like a fifth layer of protection. So yeah. That, that's how I kind of see it. You've, you've you've got your overall on, you've got the fire suit underneath your overall as well. Yeah. Like you say, what, what's, yeah. the nitpicking, aren't they? They they aren't they literally it nitpicking. It feels like it, yeah. Yeah, it does. Um, have you guys got any news before we go on to a quiz? No, really? and we've covered everything. No. Not really? No? Right, okay. No. So before we talk about the next race, we've got our little section with the quiz. Obviously, I'm the reigning world champion of the quiz. Um, oh, before the quiz... <laughs> before the quiz, predictions. We didn't talk about predictions. Uh, who predicted the oh, yeah. Miami Grand Prix? So here we go. So, James, go for it. So previous scores, there was Mark, you was in last with two points. Two points. That's two points. Two points. Uh, Tony was on four and I was on five. Uh, prediction wise, we all went for Max for first. Me and Tony went Perez for second. Uh yeah, and then the actual results was Max Leclerc and Signs. So we all got three points for getting first place. Me and Tony then got Jack Shittels after that because we both went Perez, then I went Russell and Tony went Leclerc. And then Smug guts over there. <laughs> Rosen has Leclerc in second place as well, pinching himself another two points, which gave him five overall for the weight the race. Really? So, the new point is, Tony is on seven points. Is it Mark that? Is that so? Is that oh, oh, a level now? All right, okay. Max on seven points. 
and I'm still just, just in the lead with eight points. And you know what? I actually said on my last prediction, you know what? I've got plenty of points to burn. I'm going to go silly here and predicted Russell. So, yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to play silly anymore. It was a bold call on race four. Again, you're writing the championship off before really it's even began. I'm now level with one of you. Look, I'm not smug. Let's just move on and we'll do the quiz. <laughs> <laughs> what, what are our picks for this week? We'll we'll do that when we do we talk about the next race. So let's get let's do a little a quick quiz, six question quiz, um, giving one of these boys a chance to win because I've won the other two. Um, so this How are we is, doing this? We... I will say the question and then just give me your answer because they're all like number based, really. So you can both guess. Whoever's closest will get it, and we'll go from there. So okay. First three questions about Miami. The Miami GP made it how many different venues to host an F1 race in the US? So let's go with James. You think so? You out of all the years, you only think there's been two different venues to host. Oh, out of all the years, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. no, I'm not yeah. having this. I'm not like, having sorry, this. I thought he, you no, meant no, 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 yeah. no, 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 don't no. help it. Don't help him. Where, where no, you are, man. Don't him. help him. He he was a moron there. Didn't think about it and said two. So matter, big T. Scared you're gonna lose. No, James, go on, give me a L- little bit scared. Are your pants going brown again. Go on, James. Do you see what oh, I right. do when I'm not here to win? That argument. So... Off you go. <laughs> give me your answer. Oh yeah, because we've got a chance to win this week. Uh, <laughs> gonna lose the eye. Look Fuck how competitive sin. they are because I are here. It's brilliant. <laughs> Four. Four. Okay, turn eight. Son of a bitch, five. <laughs> I like you, game. So there's actually been 11 different tracks in the US. Wow. Really? Yep. That was the Eddie. Miami was the 11th different one. Please don't ask me to name them because I didn't write them down. Um, disappointing. A few car parks in there, definitely. Well, we've had Vegas, we've had Indianapolis, yep. we've had Miami, we've had Austin, um, and I don't know the rest. So, but we've had eleven. So, points are turning. So, question number two. Get in. This is, this is you've got to be first to shout your name because this is not a number. Okay. What is the Miami Dolphins NFL stadium called that the track? James Tony. James was first. Hard Rock. It is indeed Hard Rock. Fucking one all. Fucking one all, Tony. One all. Hey, the next one. Let's let's see if you get if you get within a hundred miles, I'll give you an extra bonus point. How many miles is it from Hull to Miami? So. You can say miles or kilometres. I've got both written down. So Tony's first. How I'm many for, miles? Oh, I'm first. Oh, okay. Look, James went first last time. How many miles is it from Hull to Miami? Miles. Yep. We're there. I'm just trying to work it out now. Two kilometres if you want. 
I think it's 2,750. Okay, Jim. 2,751. <laughs> 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 the answer, neither of you get a bonus point. James wins because the answer is 4,393. <laughs> <laughs> the second question was hard rock. That was the answer. Come on. So, <laughs> What does one plus one equal? Tony, two. <laughs> well, you might have fell asleep. You might not have seen the stadium. So, um, the, the next three questions are about Spain. Because this is what's coming up. So, the first Spanish Grand Prix was held over 100 years ago. But in what year did the Circuit de Barcelona Catalonia hold its first Formula One race? So James. James. What? No, no, it's closest again, so James. What year? 1913. Someone had listened to the question, but right, Tony, okay. What? <laughs> yeah, don't, 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 don't let him, don't let him. Go on, give me your what answer. Is it? He said 1913. Yeah, 1913, said, if you listen to the said. question, yeah, over 100 years ago, so I'm going to go 19... Is it closest wins? Yeah. 1914. <laughs> so, the first Spanish Grand Prix was held over 100 years ago. But in what year did the second did Barcelona Catalonia hold its first Formula One race? It's not always oh, been at Barcelona, God. boys and girls. So, the answer, Jim, Tony wins, is 1991. Yeah. So, Hey, yeah, okay, I'll take the hard one. Yeah, I'll take the hard one back. Yeah, so, are we on two all? Is it two all? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. We'll blast through these because obviously we're running out a bit of time. <laughs> Lewis Hamilton was disqualified from qualifying in 2012. Shout your name out. Well, who ended up starting from pole position and winning the race, getting his only F1 win for his career? Tony, go on. Only F1 win in his yep. career. Only F1 win. Wow. In 2012. In 2012. South American, I'll give you a clue. South American. Drover Williams. I can see him. I can see him. Ed. Passer. Yeah. No. Massa. No. You want the answer? James has got a guess, yeah. Yeah, I've got it wrong, I. Uh, I was... A bit of sportsmanship there. Pass, yeah. Pass there. Maldonado. Nah, I would have never got that to be honest. Okay. Yeah. Right, last question. Shout your name out. This winner takes all. Oh, fuck. In 2016, the race had a very notable incident on the opening lap. What was the incident? Tony. Go on. 
Hamilton crashed into his stable mate. Who was? Yeah, fuck off. I've got the question right. Because Hamilton crashed into his stable mate. The silver arrows collided. And I think it was Vettel. <laughs> He's never been his teammate. Oh, oh, what, oh who was it? It was the teammate. You can you can you can nick this. You can nick Bullshit. this. Jim. Bullshit. Bullshit. It's just half a point each year because I've teed the motherfucker up. James, I think James has won that point. It was Hamilton and Rosberg crashed where Hamilton got forced onto the grass and he went and spun into Rosberg and they both went off. That's not fair. That's not fair. I mean, viewers, come on. Please he didn't know if you think he was. I hold my hands like that above the lights. It looks like I'm like reigning champion or something. He's like, oh, what happens when you win? Don't, don't, well, I, I know that feeling. Don't worry, everyone. Yeah, you should know really well, yeah. <laughs> Normal service will be resumed next week when I kick these two wankers' asses at the quiz, so it's fine. Um, so, quickly whiz through. So, Spanish Grand Prix next, May the 22nd. Race start, 2pm UK time. 66-lap race, just under 5k laps, so 2.9-mile laps, 16 corners. Um. Let's do predictions straight away. So, host, host goes first. Host goes first. Okay, right. I'm going for Charles Leclerc win. Ooh. I'm going for Verstappen second. And I've wrote something down as third, but I don't know whether to change it. I have my, I have my prediction already. I'm going to go Norris. Norris will Solid. be third. Ooh. Ooh. So, Tony? I'm going Quickly, let's go through. Max first. Leclerc yeah. second. And I've got Hamilton third. Ooh. I'll explain my reasons after. Okay, James? I've got Max. Uh, I'm going to go Perez. And I think this is where Science is going to wreck his duck. I was going to go Science. That was my third, but I just got a sneaky feeling. Noza is going to get fed, but we'll see. So I, I can't put more than Mercedes at the moment. Not like last time. I'm, I'm not, nah. I'm, I'm well no. away from the shoey still. I'm, I want to stay that way. You've lost your lead. You're not going stupid. Tony's gone stupid and his joint last. So, you know, let's see what happens. <laughs> um, any quick things about the race or what you're looking forward to? I mean, Barcelona is normally another boring track. Um, so it's a bit, bit of a test, really, for the new cars, this one, I think. But anything you guys have got? They've already done a lot of testing there, haven't they, in pre-season? Yeah. Um, the Ferraris have done the most laps out of anybody in pre-season testing there, like over 400 laps. Mercedes were up there as well. Mercedes uh, were very good there last year. Lewis won. Hence my pick is coming up, getting their third. I think Max is too strong. The, the Red Bulls are too strong unless they go bang. Um, mm. I think science pressures too much. It's 
Spain, Ferrari, I don't think it's too much. I think he's going to crash. However, he could break his duck and it'd be a good place to do that. I think it's going to be an entertaining race, more than Miami. I do, I do enjoy it. That, that chicane alone is always good to watch. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it's like you say, it's, I just, this is a real test for the cars. They've tested there, they know the track. Let, let's see, you know, mm-hmm. let's see. This is the 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 start now of the track season. Mm-hmm. Barry Monaco, we'll forget that. Um, but yeah, I think here's open for an exciting race. Um, anything else then? Or are we uh, pretty much all done? Mm, I'm pretty much done. I didn't well, fool myself. That's all right. We, I was going to say, he didn't shit himself. <laughs> He didn't fall asleep. We've got a new winner in the quiz. I mean, episode four. Absolute so bullshit. Just a bu- again, again, I've been, I've been fucked over. I'm now fucked not the favourite for the shoey. I like class always, always lasts, always what, wins. What? It always tops out. What's with the favourite for the shoey? I said I'm not the favourite for the shoey anymore. I'm level on points for that dickhead. It's fine. Oh. Yeah, so you know, class always rises oh, okay. to the top, boys. Cream always goes to the top. I'll be there at end of season. I want counting my chickens. <laughs> and on that note, we've been don't looking very pissed James. off. Don't let him win. <laughs> I'll sacrifice myself if you don't yeah, let him let's win. Let's work together on this. Yeah. Yes. Like you yes. did on the quiz last week. Like Avengers and Thanos kind of thing. You know, they all join <laughs> forces and <laughs> beat him at the last minute. Just, just, just pour water in your shoe. And I'll take the hit as long as as long as you win. That's it. No, I'm, I'm like in this Avengers theme kind of. Let's beat Mark. I, I just want to see you like stood there on your on your he's, last leg, thinking I can't do anything. Then you just like hear me he's he's too powerful. on your he's, right. He's, he's been powerful. powerful. Are you the he's Avengers? Am I? I'm Thanos. <laughs> you must be um, Right. So <laughs> as always, thanks to Cookie Cast and Andy. Um, you can get your podcast in your usual subscribing places. Um, this has been episode four. Thanks to co-host James and Tony. Thanks, guys. Until next get time, catch you later. See you later. Peace. So there you go. What do you think that? Another one done. The boys are getting well and truly into the swing of things now. And uh, the Formula One is flowing. Thank you for joining uh, joining these gentlemen talking Formula One. Thank you for picking CookieCast for your podcasts. Before you go, please do consider uh, liking, sharing, subscribing, and commenting. And if you've got a spare moment or two, you could uh, drop us a review and tell other people what you think about uh, our podcasts. That's it for this one. Until next time, I'm going to say bye. And I'll see you then.